Indiana. Focusing on Southern Indiana and Kentucky high school sports, regional college sports, and national sports news. If you want to talk to the KST guys, George Browning and Blair Thompson, call the KST Talk Line at 812-883-3401. Keep your comments brief and to the point, or Becky will throw a flag and take you out of the game. And now we go into Studio A inside the Pinewood Studios of WSLM for Kentuckiana Sports Talk with George and Blair. Get ready for Kentuckiana Sports Talk. Again to another episode of Kentuckiana Sports Talk. Joined again tonight with my maybe my new co-host. I don't know. George George is out, man. He's he's feeling rough. He's been out there at Campbellsburg. Derek Show. I don't know. I want. I wanted to get my name first. George has his name first a lot, so I like to get my name first sometimes. But uh, George has been. He's been subbing out there at Camelsburg, working at Camelsburg now, I guess. And he's, he just keeps getting sick. I don't know what it is. But he's so, the rock and pneumonia, the boogie woogie. Yeah, I guess what it is. Rock and pneumonia, boogie woogie fever. But you know, I don't know. He's he's spending a lot of time out there in Seaburg. He might not. He might have come back here to Salem Lane and get so sick. So no, I'm just kidding. All the Camelsburg people will get mad about that. But anyway, <laughs> Derek, how you doing? You doing well? Good man. How are you? Doing wonderful. Birthday weekend last weekend turned a big four one. We won't talk about that, but uh, uh, had had a lot of cake with my Easter Sunday. So a great weekend. It turned out to be awesome. Happy um, birthday! Thanks. Yeah, I should have said it was like twenty nine or something like that. So we're we're, <laughs> we're trying to do the best we can out here. Um, joined in the studio tonight by two, well, four special guests. We got another one on the way. Um, we got a, we got the coaches of the Salem. Make sure I get this right. Salem Wrestling Club, right? Salem Lions. Salem Lions Wrestling Club, okay. Curtis and Brett Walters, uh, both guys, um, former Salem athletes, and now are putting their time and getting this thing started, getting this wrestling club off the ground, and we wanted to bring them in tonight. Who do we have with us? Who, are, who do we have here tonight? Little guys here. Kelsey and Kelsey? Dylan. Kelsey and Dylan, and both of you guys wrestle, right? Yes. Okay, awesome. So we're going to interview these guys here in a little bit and ask them what they think about the big wrestling club. Make sure you guys talk real close into that mic, okay? All right. Uh, first of all, go ahead, um, Brett or Curtis. Somebody tell me um, how did you get this thing started and, and what made you guys want to want to get this thing going here. So the uh, the club was started roughly five years ago. Uh, okay. It was a parent started it. I actually did not get on stock coaching until about three years ago. Um, my oldest daughter she wrestled for a little bit, and then once I started taking it over, um, naturally, you know, you can't do everything by yourself. So right. I have to assist get other people to help me out okay uh coda started helping me out and then ryan steepleton has okay. stepped up this year as well and so has brad leap they've all stepped up to uh, assist since our club grew from we had roughly 15 wrestlers last year to now this season we had at the very beginning over 42 <coughs> wrestlers and wow. at the end we still had 39 so that's awesome. pretty good turnout for us um it's it's been a been a roller coaster of a ride ups and downs uh Kids screaming and yelling on mats, crying, throwing headgear. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's been it's been a blast. Uh, I've loved coaching ever since. It's been pretty fun so far. So hopefully we can continue this and get just as big next year, um, or maybe a little bit bigger. Awesome. And, and Curtis, what do you think's been the what do you think's uh, allowed this to grow the way it is? I mean, I, obviously, I know you guys from way back. Right, okay, right. may or may not have coached you some, but um, <laughs> they. Uh, 
um, you know, I know you guys bring tons of energy, tons of excitement to everything that you do, uh, and I know that's a big plus for these kids. They know how excited you guys get about about wrestling. Uh, what do you think? What things allowed you guys to grow into the the larger group that you have now? Uh, just from a coaching and and sort of like a administrative standpoint, it's just been like advertising and marketing that Salem has a youth wrestling program okay. for a long time. A lot of people didn't know unless your kid was on the team. Right. Or your kid's friend was on the team. Something like that. But from a wrestler's standpoint, they, I mean, they wear their medals to school. Right, that's awesome. That Monday afterwards. And they show it off. They wear their t-shirts. Show that off. There's a lot of pride that they take into it because of the, the work that they put into it. So they go to school. They got all this bling on. And kids are <laughs> like, what's that? Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> Then they talk about it. Right. Uh, and this year we did do something a little different. I may or may not have wore a championship belt from WWF back in the day. <laughs> That's all the bling I ever got from wrestling. You know, you know me and Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I say my prayers took my vitamins every day. Never looked like Hulk Hogan. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You're talking no. this about um, this year. We did do something different, and I believe that was probably the biggest uh, persuader to get kids to join the club. Was we sent flyers to the mm-hmm. elementary school. Uh-huh. Each kid was given a flyer to take home on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. It was uh, an odd date where you know parents are checking backpacks and stuff like right. that for homework right. and assignments. And they'd see it, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, I didn't know that." We we'd have droves just coming That's in awesome. to practice. We're, what's going on? And we we have to attribute that to the to the flyers, just getting the word out right. that it it is available here in this town. So I know you guys hosted your own wrestling big wrestling event this year, right? Towards the end of the year, you guys had a big had a big event at, at Salem High School, right? Can tell me, tell us how many teams you guys had show up to that and. Uh, you know how well we did or ballpark i mean you don't have to be exact but you know that was a pretty big deal obviously so yeah this uh this year was we did one last year um but it wasn't nowhere near as big as this one this year i believe we had roughly 12 teams that came wow. in um now some of those teams of course bring a ton of people but right. they did bring several um and it was rough what right at 100 kids 110, <laughs> yeah like so and last year we only had 56, so again wow. we doubled um, just in one season, doubling that. And we had kids from Columbus all the way almost over to uh, Vincennes and Evansville area that came, came just down. for our tournament, which surprised me because we're a little school in right. Salem, Indiana. You know, we don't right. have we don't host big tournaments, so it was pretty impressive that they came. Um, and the big thing that I try to do since I've really taken over coaching is there's not a lot that elementary kids can give back to the community and for what, you know, they're anywhere between ages of 5 and 11. Right. They, a lot of them don't understand what it is to give back or something that they have owned. Right. So the past two seasons, I have made them do something. So last year, we raised uh, money for a family in need that had a, a child that was in need of medical expenses, which far exceeded what the family could cost. So that's why we hosted the tournament last awesome. year. This year, a whole push was for cancer. So... We matched dollar for dollar how many pins that we had this year over the entire team, which was well over 200. And then the tournament at the end of the season was a percentage of the proceeds of that tournament did go to uh, a cancer society, which That's was awesome. the Kids Alliance. Yeah, Kids uh, Cancer Alliance. So that was pretty cool for the kids. And, you know, that's I'm trying to build them to say, hey, listen, you guys did this. They owned the pins for that this year. They raised all the money. We've done so much stuff for that, and it's I'm hoping it will allow them 
to actually say that, hey, I'm five years old or up to right. 11, and I've actually given back to myself and to the community. That's awesome. We, uh, <laughs> I'll get a question. Uh, we, we talked last week about the Dwayne Wade commercial that was on TV where he, you know, he, he had, like, all these people he had helped, you know, and, uh, and, we, and we were talking about how, you know, even if you're, you don't have to be a millionaire to be able to help people, you know, and I, I love the fact that, you know, at, at this young, at these kids' young age, you guys are already putting that back. I mean, I know military-wise, you guys have already given back, but I mean, um, and, and, you know, state, state police officer gives back all the time, but I mean, um, right now, um, you know, th these guys, to be able to see that, you know, we don't, we, we, we're, we've kind of living a generation now where that kind of is, is going to the wayside, you know, and, and taking care of your own and taking care of your people and uh, especially, you know, in a, a small town like Salem, Indiana, man, and uh, our community, you know, we, to, to to continue to be the place we all want our kids to be in right. and, and we want to be in, you know, we got to continue to take care of each other and, and do what we can to help, to help people because, um, you know, that, that's what life's all about, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna get to these guys in, in two seconds. I'm I'm gonna ask this question. I, here's the deal, guys. I know absolutely nothing. I mean, maybe you guys can answer this. Okay, that's okay. I know absolutely nothing. I know, like I said, my wrestling goes in WWE, <laughs> WWE now. Okay, it was WWF back in the day. If I were to wrestle, I'd probably have to be a sumo guy now. You know, right? I don't know if they have all those diapers big enough for me. Right? I'm, I'm gonna write to be one of those guys, but um, I know nothing about it. All right. So I want you to first tell me something. You guys can take turns, okay? Whatever, don't fight over it. It's okay. Or maybe even wrestle for it. I don't know. Um, but uh, all right, first tell me, tell me what. Uh, first of all, tell me what your practices are like. What? what tell me what. How does how does that go down? What happens at practice? So you probably you stretch out first. Do you do you do some mat exercises? What happens? So uh, first, we wait until almost everybody's there. Then we do laps. <laughs> oh, how, oh, laps. I don't know about that. How many we, laps you got? We do? have to do five. Oh. Five laps. I'd probably fall over. <laughs> All right, five laps starting out, so you're getting your blood flowing a little bit, right? Then what happens? Then we do stretches and talk about the stretches. <laughs> what kind of stretches you do? Uh, we do right leg in, left leg out. Okay. We do right over left. We do crunches. Whoa, how many of those you got to do? We have to do two sets of all. Two sets? All right. Then... We have to do push-ups. How many of those? We have to do ten. Ten. Ten at a time. Ten at a time, so we have to do twenty all together. Mr. Derek here, he does about five a night. <laughs> Pretty night. I quit. I go home. <laughs> 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 all right. So then, then, th so out. then, do you guys, um, do you, do you wrestle each other during during, or do you work on certain techniques? What happens after that? Well, then, then we. Just do lines and we do bear crawls. <laughs> it's not been that long. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You guys smash your heads on the mat a couple times or what here, huh? huh? Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to put practice behind them. Yeah. <laughs> it's that bad, right? <laughs> practice out. Um, yeah. So, so, it's done. So do you wrestle against each other in practice or, or, or do you have like, so like, well, I coach football, right? So in football, I have like okay, we're gonna work on blocking today, or we're gonna work on tackling today. Do you guys break that down like that, or do you just say, "All right, go at it," and who wins wins? Well, do you do elbow drops or anything like that? <laughs> no. Huh? We break it up, and normally it's at the end of okay. practice. But if it's a new move, it'll be after we do stretches. Nice. And then, th so you, then you kind of try to get that one going a little bit, and try to help you out a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, 
coaches, tell me how you score points in wrestling. I know nothing about it. I know sumo, you like knock a guy out. Does that count? For, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, hey, I love watching it. Like, I love watching it. And I, and I have, uh, you know, I, I, we watch the Super Bowl. It talks about the percentages of football players who wrestled in high school. That's right. like 80, 90%. Almost yeah. all, everybody, uh, especially the linemen, linebackers, they're always, they're always right. um, uh, wrestlers and but I watch it, and, like, I see guys jump up, and, I mean, I see the, the, the ref, like, smack his hand or do one of these or one right. of the, you know, he's got two fingers out, one finger. I don't know what that means, but, but I'm like, yeah, you know. And so I'm just, and I'm just, like, yeah, I mean, I mean well, what I love about it, though, because I've been to some of you guys' stuff, and uh, the high school stuff is particularly, and everybody's just yelling. I don't know what they're yelling. I just went, yeah, you know. Like, Bring it on. I don't know. It's pretty fun to. My, my neck starts hurting a little bit, you know. But all right, sorry. Tell me, I'm going on a tangent here. Tell me how you score points, man. So it from folk style to freestyle, it's a little different. Okay, so tell me the difference between that. So folk style is just your traditional style of like wrestling. music, folk music. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's your kind of your baseline, right? So then freestyle. There's comes, a banjo involved. Banjo. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. It really depends on which part of the state you're in. Um, when you're going to Kentucky, yeah. you're in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we love you, Kentucky. So we love you. Freestyle. Freestyle is more of the throws, the roll. Okay. Uh, the more complicated. I got a lot of rolls, man. I'd be good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, uh, a, a takedown where you're. Obviously, getting your opponent off their feet and okay. down to the mat, uh, that's worth two points. Uh, you don't have to pin shoulders, just, no, on, just, just taking just them down. Off their feet okay. onto the mat. All right. uh, and then you can start scoring back points where their back is exposed to the mat for three seconds. It's two points. For, or no, four seconds is two points. And then for five seconds, it's three points. Okay. Um, See, I didn't, had no idea about that. Right. So, And there's many. There's a lot of techniques to get that person there. Okay. Um, and then uh, there's cautions, violations. There's no eye gouging. Like there's no <laughs> punching. There's no peewees. <laughs> sometimes do that. The little little yeah. guys, but it's accidental. Well, that's one of the thing I love, and I, I've talked about it with some people is is to be able to to keep your composure. Yeah. Okay. When you're battling with somebody that hard. And you know they're pulling your hair, or they got you, or they, you know it, it hurts. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. or they slammed you down, and to be able to to not just want to punch them in the face or not you know yeah. like this just, just <laughs> really, I mean because and, and I love I think that's the, the I think that's one of the, the biggest and I may be wrong but to me it's one of the biggest things uh, that you're teaching these kids is how to stay composed under pressure or, or how to stay oh, yeah. composed in a situation where um, you know things aren't comfortable no, you know? and no, I think there's, there's a lot of pain involved in some of these techniques that even these little guys know uh, you know Turks and hip tosses into side headlocks and stuff like that there's a lot of pressure Right. That you that you can apply to another human body and not hurt them physically. Um, it hurts so me watching sometimes. Emotionally, they get hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and to get them to the point to where, well, this isn't the most optimal place for me to be, right. but I'll, I've got 15 seconds. I can hold this out. I'm, right. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. And then period's over. And they get up and they kind of wipe their face <laughs> off a little bit, and you know they go on about their day with the rest of the match. Uh, but but yeah, like what you said, it t- takes a lot. Yeah, especially for their age, because that's scary. Right. You know, they think they're getting a fight. Right. And that's the hardest thing for us to get these kids to get over, is to know that it's okay on the wrestling. Excuse me, on the wrestling <coughs> mat to do that. Right. To to play around like that. And that's just it's well. That's one of the things. Also, it's it's, it's there's, a, there's a brotherhood involved with all the wrestlers, you know. And I see I've seen a lot of things about 
wrestlers from other schools, you know, you, you, I mean, like, if I was to fight somebody, like, it'd be hard for me to go up and shake their hand after it's over, you know, like, <laughs> hey, good, good job, you know what I mean? Like, so how do you, how do you guys, how do you guys uh, cope with that? Like, when you're just battling with somebody, say it's like real close and, and you guys have been slammed and you've slammed them and then you're like, okay, congratulations. How do you, and I, and I see people like hug each other afterwards, it's like, awesome, man, like, you know, this is, you know, we've, I fought you like four or five times, we're going to do it again, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I'll be like, I don't want to talk to you. How's that happen? Yeah, huh? Get in here. Huh? Yeah. Introduce yourself first. Okay, I'm Gavin Hunt. I'm in fifth grade, and I'm 11 years old. Nice. <laughs> and he was my manager on the football team. Oh, yes. Took care of everything for me when I lost everything last year. All right? Yeah. So, so how do you do it? How do we do it? Like, so how do you keep, how do you keep composed and not have to uh, get mad at somebody and want to punch them in the face? <sighs> We're close. There you go. <laughs> Usually, um, I'll if whenever the match is over, I'll leave it all out on the mat. Yeah. So I'll be exhausted at the end, <laughs> so I won't be able to get back. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I I so, probably yeah. be exhausted thirty seconds and count me out. Um, is this your first year wrestling? Yeah. And your brother's first year wrestling in a long time. Brother, tell us who yes. you are. I'm Grayson Hunt. I'm in eighth grade. This is your now tell us <laughs> congratulations <laughs> no um, so yeah, so um, I know I know you had a great year uh, a phenomenal year can you tell me about what your record was this season and some of the accomplishments you were able to achieve around forty two and eleven and I got second at state nice and what what uh, what class did you wrestle in is that what it's called. Class? Yeah. yeah. All right. What, and so, what's that? Is that, so that goes up to? Is there's no max on that, or? Um, it goes right? up to 285. Okay. 220. So it can be in, anywhere in that range. That's a big. That's a big gap right there from from 220 to 285. I mean, you know, that's, that's a a big difference between a kid uh, 220 to 285. So, um, tell me uh, some of your big matches. Some of the state. Where was the state at? Was it Warren Central? Is that where it was at? Up in yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, how many people were up there with you, with you guys up there? In my weight class, there was eleven. Nice. And yeah, second out of eleven. That's pretty yeah. good. And had you wrestled that guy before, or was that Our a first? first? Yeah. No. Nice. And so your first year, really, since you were how old? You were really young. Well, go ahead, say it. <laughs> go ahead, say it. It's okay. We had to get a little closer. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, and you had to be able to have that kind of success is, is unreal. And and I think. Um, do you think, what do you think added to your success? Was it because you didn't really know too much about it when you went in? You didn't have any, like, uh, his dad saying it was him. But do you think it was, uh, <laughs> do you think it was, uh, you know, you really didn't know much about it, so you were able to, to really listen to the techniques and stuff? You didn't have any bad techniques? Like, sometimes when I have guys that are, that are playing for me, like, they're, they're bad tacklers, you know, cause, because they were, they were supposed to tackle that way all the way up, you know, or, or they, that's all they knew, and so they, you know, they had their head down when they're tackling, or they're not looking where they're, where they're going. Do you think that added to it, or do you think it was just, you're just that good, you don't have to worry about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, okay to be uh, I had a lot of aggression from football, and that helped me. Yeah, but your coach is pretty good, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that I'm teasing. But, but being new to wrestling really helped because I put all my time into this sport during the season, and I learned a lot more than what I knew at the beginning. Right. And I, and I think, like I said, you know, we were just talking before you guys got in here, and I think that, you know, I'm glad both of you guys decided to do that this year. And, and I think that, um, you know, the success, success you've both had this year, um, you guys wrestle each other at home? I mean, here's the deal. I've known these guys their whole life. 
they fought 24-7, okay? <laughs> I mean, they... Well, my brother's too big. Well... Yeah, it's, I have no chance. Here's the deal, here's the deal, <laughs> man. I was a younger brother, okay? I was a younger brother, too, and... You I know how it feels. Problem is, I wasn't, I was, I didn't have the physique to run away, but I would sneak around, <laughs> maybe get a couple shots in, and then go tell mom, Hey, mom, he's chasing me, you know, whatever. You can I go with that luck, right? Yeah. You got a sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack, right? <laughs> Brett knows all about that. That's, Brett. That's what Brett did, right? Uh-huh. And for wrestling, I don't punch him. Yeah. But when we're not, yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> 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 well, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to say your mom's probably glad that you guys don't fight as much as these two guys did back in the day. So, I mean, I used to just, I used to like. I used to say, "Hey, did you hear what he said about you?" And they just go fight each other. It was like it was, it was like uh, it was before uh, it was before um, the the Kardashians yeah, and all the the, yeah. the live TV stuff. It was yeah. all uh, those guys were their own show. It was awesome. So, what about you guys? So, what 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 class did you wrestle in? I wrestled in the intermediate sixty-seven weight class. I think I was sixty-seven when I was in kindergarten, <laughs> man. So tell me, so so I bet that's a pretty big class, then, right? Because there's probably a lot of kids that that same that same weight, right? Yeah. So the um the way it's broke down is the peewees are up to a certain age, and then it goes up to bantam, and then intermediate, novice, schoolboy, schoolgirl, and then of course it goes up cadet and goes on up. What he was in, um, just the way it, it worked for him was intermediate 67, which this year they renamed it to um, 10U. So I think they're trying to merge it with a lot a lot more sports like baseball, right, 10U, right. 12U. Um, he just had every single match that we'd go to was about 20 to 30 kids in his bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just was solely due to the fact that there was a lot of kids that walk around that age right. that is that same weight. Right. Um, it's that right, that starting age. Right at that age. And, right. and then, you know, some of the other ones would have maybe four or nobody in their right. weight class. So it was, <laughs> it, was, it was hard for somebody to get a lot of wins, but nobody would want to match you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, did you have a lot of fun this year doing it? Are you wait, can you excited about next year? Or what are some? What are your, some of your goals you may have next year? That or some of your thoughts you may have? Are you going to try to go up a class? Are you going to try to to um, you know some guy you some guy you want to beat that maybe you haven't had a chance to beat yet? Or tell me tell me what your goals are going into next next year. So, next year I'll be in novice, okay. and I really want to go in novice seventy one because I think that'll be like a better weight class for me. Okay. Then. Uh, the goals uh, for next year is to be uh, Brody Ford. Okay, where's where's Brody Ford live? Uh, is he up, is he? F- oh, Tell he's City. Tell City kid. Okay, so I like that. So we're gonna put that on the list, mark it off, yeah. and when we, hey, here's the deal. When you beat him, we're gonna bring you back in here so we can talk about that. All there right, you go. does that sound like a deal? <laughs> there you go. All right, now post win interview. I know. I saw. Now we have at the varsity level. There's a girls division, right? Or there's going to be a girls division. There's talk about that. Um, and we're going to get to you in a second about that, okay? So talk to me about where we're headed with it. Because I know we've had, we've had competitive females on our wrestling team for a long time. A few years now, yeah. yeah. Um, Indiana is trying to get an all-girls division started at the varsity level. Okay. Um, which then it obviously trickled down to the middle school right. level. So, and then hopefully the colleges here in the state will pick it up as well. Right. Um, it's just the state needs enough girls interested in – high school wrestling per school and then the schools will jump on board and petition IHSA okay. and, and they just But we're getting closer to that. We're right? not getting closer. It's it's just another another stepping stone and we gotta get to uh, for the sport in the state. But it's in the last I'd say 
two, three years, it's gotten crazy. Uh, at first, it was, you might have 100 girls wrestling in the state four years ago. Now, it's 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 double, triple. Wow. You know, I know the, the Pelman girl had a lot of success a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Or last year, a couple years ago for us at the varsity level. Um, I know we've had some good wrestlers in the middle school level. Yes. Le yeah. Wrestlers at the, wow, I can't talk. Middle school level that, that were females. Um, so, what, what's your name again? I forgot. Kelsey, thank you. Kelsey, uh, did you get to wrestle against a bunch of girls, or did you get to throw some? I, heard, I, I know you're good. I've heard I've heard stories that you're really good. You're good. So um, I, other people, not these guys, other people have told me that you're good. So let me. So how how did how did your season go? And what what class did you did you uh, wrestle in? And did you get to wrestle against girls all the time, or did you throw those boys around? I was in intermediate fifty three most of the time. Normally I was wrestling boys, but there was a few times I was wrestling girls, like at state. I placed third. Nice. And it was all girls. But so how did that go? Do you guys get? Do you guys get even more mad at each other when you're fighting a girl or what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. So when you so uh, serious question, when you wrestled, do you have to put your hair up in something, or how does how does that work? Because you ha can't get in the way. Normally braids it for me. Okay. So she braids it for you, keeps it up there. Maybe he's get some corn rolls would be cool. You know, that'd be you know, like Ronda, Ronda Rousey used to do the corn rolls. Yeah, like a some you know? predator going. Yeah, well, I think I think that's what's awesome too. You know, you look at you look at the the success of UFC, and you look at the success of the of the female wrestlers or wrestlers, female fighters, wrestlers some uh, in UFC. I think that's awesome too. Is is that now we have we have role models, right. female role models that that the girls can look up to too. And so, is it really fun? To, is it really fun to be the boy and just like rubbing his face like oh, what's up? You know how do they how do the boys treat you? First of all, when, when, you, when you wrestle for a boy, or, or do, do they? Do, I like that. I want to tell me to be honest with me. How, how do they how do they treat? How do they, are you feel like they don't they don't give you enough respect when you, when you walk up there or what? Well, they feel pretty positive since I'm a girl that they'll win. Yeah. But they don't, they, do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you just smile when you're done, or do you like to shake their hand? I or? shake their hand. So how many uh, how many wins did you have this year? Do you know how many wins you had? What was your win percentage? Let's see. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I know what was yours, buddy? <laughs> I the most winning percentage. Yeah. Well, almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? Go ahead, coach. Tell us. All right. So, at the end of the season, we always give out awards. Well, I'm not a big participation award trophy right. person, so. <laughs> That's all um, ones I ever got, by the way. We, uh, <laughs> that's all Curtis ever got. I shot him down for that. He wanted one, didn't he? So, uh, so we handed out just a few awards this year, and um, one that we always hand out is best winning percentage. So Miss Kelsey walked away as her first year wrestler, actually Ooh. coming into it just at the beginning of January yeah. with a 78 win percentage. Whoa, three having over Whew. She wrestled in over 35. 36 matches. Nice. So at 78% winning rate, I can't do the math. Was I'm a history teacher. I don't. I don't do math. Uh, <laughs> Miss Hunt can do the math. She's she's a genius <laughs> over here. So uh, that's awesome. 78%. I don't even think I ever. I never got higher than that on the test. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's 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 good stuff. And and uh, congratulations. And so now you're excited about going back again. Ready to get the season start. When does when this is off season right now? Is that where we're at? Right now we're we're wrapping up the end of freestyle. Okay, so um, it's like folk style first and then freestyle. How does that work? 
Yeah, I really towards the end of folk style though, freestyle does kind of overlap a little. Uh, okay. Overlap folk style a little bit, and then it rolls right into freestyle slash Greco. So a lot of the tournaments, once freestyle starts, hold uh, duels where they'll have freestyle event like first first part of the day, uh-huh. and then the second part of the day they'll have a Greco event, uh, which is a different style of wrestling. You can't attack legs; it's all throws. So at the state like, level, do they have all three levels? Yes. Like in high yeah. school, you can um, do. We took sorry, I know nothing. No, 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 I'm trying. Fine. To. <laughs> um, we took some of them to state this year for folk style, uh-huh. um, like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, we took 12 kids out of the, off the team that we thought would be productive up there instead of just going up there and just turning into a meat right. grinder. Right. I mean, these are the state's best kids that right. are going up there. That was Warren Central? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and out of the 12 that we did take, seven or eight placed... Top, wow. top or uh, top eight or higher. That's awesome. Um, in our in in you know uh, in, a, in a club in, our, in the infancy that we all, that we are right. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's we're talking about people who've been wrestling for ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're schools basically. Yeah. 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 They've had programs for the last twenty years. Right. You know they just churn out athletes. Right. Know, and, and for us to be such a, a young club, that's big. Uh, and then for the first time ever, ISWA held a all girls division at state for folk style uh and then the three girls we did take all three of them placed awesome um top eight or higher as well so that's, that's a big deal that's a great you know, success for you guys yeah history so uh, something else that we do have here I'll just bring up real quick sure we were talking about what's indiana doing for 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 female wrestling right yeah right? um right now they're they do have uh an all indiana all women's national team Okay. Uh, so each state, if they d- decide to do s- to do so, they can put up a national level team, uh, and it starts out at um, sorry, starts out at nine U, I believe. Okay. Yeah, nine U, twelve U, fourteen U, sixteen U, and and it's all sponsored by the Marine Corps this year. Nice. Uh, so Semper Fi and all that. You know all a little bit about that, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a little bit. You know a little bit about that. Yeah, well, uh-huh. We got to toss out crayons. <laughs> Um, so, this year they've got uh, over 30 girls that are participating on that that national team. These guys travel the entire country wow. wrestling. That's awesome. You know, that's all they do is wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. So, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And hopefully that's going to persuade I, IHSA to, to, to start sanctioning an all-girls wrestling division right. You know, at, at the high school level. It would be, be awesome. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, one of the things that I was going to ask you, um, you guys or any of the wrestlers here, is you know sometimes uh, one of the biggest questions that I get from parents when I try to persuade some of my football guys to go into wrestling. I, mean, I persuade all of them to go into wrestling, but uh, one of the questions I get is people are worried about the cutting weight. You know, are, are, are my kid going to have to cut weight? You know, are they going to be are they going to be um, not eating for a meal? There's this the the old school wrestling where you're wearing a rubber suit and you're running around. You yeah. know, and, and you, you you can't all you're eating is a, a crumb until you can you can weigh in. You know, um, um, can you can you guys can you guys talk me a little bit? I know I know it's changed a lot. I know nutrition is a huge part of it, but you one of you guys want to talk to you know. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so <laughs> nutrition is huge when it comes to wrestling because there are times where you do kind of cut weight or add weight, whatever your your specific case is. But when we're talking about cutting weight or adding weight, we're talking under five pounds. Okay. Okay. Right. It's not something that is going to be a lifestyle change. Okay. And for little kids, 
whatever their weight is, that's what they're wrestling. Okay. We don't make them cut. Right. Weight. We 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 refuse to make them cut weight because at their age that that's unhealthy. Right. You know. I mean, some of these kids couldn't stand to lose five pounds. They're scrawny. Kind of like me. You know, the bean part. Right. Oh, yeah. Just like Blair. I know how that feels. You know, yeah, sure. Derek needs to put on some. <laughs> take some of that. Just switch it over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what, I mean uh, it can help him out a little bit, you know. But when you're Dad bought us in, man. Dad bought us in. No, it is. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> but when you're talking a high school level, you know, a half a pound makes a difference whether you're the big fish in a little right. pond or a little fish in a big pond. Yeah, kind of what we're talking with. Exactly with him, like you know, with Grayson's pond, yeah. situation. He's got a, a 60 pound gap. Right. You know, <laughs> and if you weigh in at 220.5 on a Saturday morning, guess guess what weight class you're wrestling? That's another question I have. Do you, do you have to, is it when you weigh, is it per event or is it at the beginning of the year and that's what you stay at? Per tournament. Okay. It's per tournament. Um, you can either do so. Like after Easter, man, I'd up. be I'd be in trouble. Well, they do allow a two pound allowance after yeah. Christmas. Okay, uh, but just because they understand, <laughs> the kids are gonna eat. Right. Well, let's just be honest. Teenagers yeah. will break parents. Well, I mean, I got, I'd have to put on some weight, you know, so I'm be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Stand a couple. Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, but Protein yeah, shakes, some milkshakes, whatever, you know. When it comes to cutting weight, adding weight, the kids, the youth program, it's. We refuse to make them do that. Okay, so that's um, I like that. I mean, I, I know I know I knew that. I wanted to get that out there yeah. because I wanted you know there's that there's that stigma of of the old school. I mean, you guys are pretty old school, but I mean, yeah. but I mean, you know, you, <laughs> but I mean, what does that make me right? But no, but I mean, like that, that old school wrestling coach who's just you know up, you know, just making the kids naughty, making them you know run around like I said with the the rubber suit on, the old rubber suits on, and the garbage bags, and they can't you know they can't breathe, and they you know kids are getting sick, and your kids are going to the hospital, and you know the other thing is. Um, is the singlet? Can we talk about that? Because I know I, I I've taught in the middle school for 17 years, and I know that's a you know a lot of my guys, especially some of my linemen, you know, who who share my physique, you know, they're like, ah, I don't want to do that about a, about a singlet. So talk to me about the singlet, and, and maybe somebody's out there listening that their kids have said that they don't want to they don't want to wrestle because of the singlet, and and what are some of the options we have? Okay, so you can wrestle with a singlet, either battle shorts and a tight t-shirt. So those battle shorts, what does that mean? Give me is that, that like spandex UFC. shorts. Like UFC shorts, okay. not like All right. spandex. That'd, oh, yeah. that'd be uncomfortable. Oh, okay, um, I got I got some UFC battle shorts I walk around in. Yeah. Well, like tight. <laughs> <laughs> I wear uh, like a shirt under my singlet just because. You can. Yeah, they don't like count anything off. For okay, it. so you can wear shorts now. Mm-hmm. Or and you can wear a t-shirt underneath your singlet, right? Is that what you're saying? So and mm-hmm. and, and it kind of covers more of your body than maybe the old singlets did. Yeah. You, you know, we talked earlier about the mankini. You know, it's not you're not you're not running around in the, the mankini out there. Nobody's you know? running the bull hat. Yeah, the bull hat, right. the outfit. Early's got one I heard, but I don't know. <laughs> but they do they do make different kind of um, singlets. They have a male and a female version, of course. Uh, the males is lower cut down, closer to you, and of course the females is going to be a little bit higher cut. We do offer that, um, especially at the youth league, um, for kids that just don't like it, don't like the lower cut single. Right. We'll give them the, the bigger singlet, and of course, as always, you know they can throw a compression shirt underneath their, their singlet top. And we're on the fence now. To, um, we're getting to order a bunch of new singlets or the uh, fight shirt combo. Um, that's just going to be a call between the, the coaches and see what we want to go with, but. That is the biggest holdup that we've seen so far. Singlet. They don't want to be in singlets. Um, right. I know 
that was a big holdup for Miss Kelsey over here. <laughs> the one who wrestled, she right. being in a singlet. Um, but, but now she's okay. Coach that right? got yeah. over that and going out there and mopping little boys up on the mat. Yeah. Well, I think that's another thing too. That it's another one of those disciplines that we we haven't talked about is is just being okay with who you are. You know, and I think that's what I love about wrestling is. Uh, like I said, even though I know nothing about it, I do. I cheer and yell and scream. But um, I, I love. It's a. It's a. It's that self. Dis- it's a. It's that self discipline. You know what I mean? Like it, you. You have to be. If say in football, if you don't perform well, I can blame somebody next to me. Man, he just exactly. didn't get it done. If I go out in the mat and I get whipped. That's on me. Or I'm not taking care of my body. Or I'm not, you know, I, I didn't cut weight. Or I, I didn't, you know, whatever it was. Uh, or I give up, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's on me. And, and I think, I think I love what, and I, you know, I, I hope the parents that are listening tonight understand what that teaches. You know, like, you know, and, and football, and I know I know wrestling is a team sport also. But it's, it's you know, for, for me it's that, you know, it's you versus Everybody else, you know, and you got you got to hold up your end of the bargain, and then you're by yourself. There's no one to blame, you know. And uh, we live in a society now where everybody wants to blame everybody else for why they're not successful. And if in in in, uh, in wrestling, it's on you, you know. And I think that's I love that part on it, and I also love uh, the fact that you guys are getting so many people involved, and kids are getting excited about it. Tell us, I got two things before I let you guys go here, unless you have something else to add. Tell us how people can get in, in touch with you guys. Uh, I know you have a Facebook page. Right, Salem Wrestling Facebook page, um, Salem Wrestling, Salem Lions Wrestling Club Facebook page. Is that the easiest way if you yeah. have interest? Yeah, that's the easiest way of getting hold of us, or, or just look for one of the old flyers. Okay, We're still roaming around town. Uh, get with the paper. They've got both of our numbers, email addresses, and stuff like that. When do you guys start uh, back up again? It's going to be one week. Right after youth football is over, okay. we're going to start open mats. Okay, and then sometime in November, early November ish middle of november we'll start having practice quote unquote practice and then uh towards the end of november it'll be boom it's game on at that point so there's november november to march is that the Uh, april april because we'll be rolling into freestyle again next year uh sorry parents if you're listening (laughs) yes it's gonna be another long season next year um yeah, so it's it really is November till April time frame. So it's a long season for these guys, and it's grueling, it's grinding, right. but they fall in love with it, and the parents fall in love with it. <laughs> and they don't want it to end. No, they don't want it to no, end. They get I know. sad and upset. And well, I know um, one of the things that uh, George wanted me to ask, because it's George, but um, he said, um, you know, I, and I didn't realize this, but East Washington has won the Mid-Sun Conference for four years in a row. Mm. And he wanted to know what uh, what do we what do, what do we need to do as Salem Lions to get uh, to get to that level? I know the biggest I know personally the biggest thing for that the Eastern has an advantage over a lot of people is they're able to field the whole team and yes. they have filled every class exactly and what that, I was going to say and that's a huge that's a huge plus yeah. right and so for us to get on that level is it we just need more people is that is that what it is yeah it's simple as that I mean you can't win a wrestling match. If you've only got seven kids on your team and the other kid, the other team's got 16 to 18 kids, you're not going to win it, right. period. Even if all your kids win by pin, even, which gives your team six match points each pin, you're still not going to win the match. Okay. You're just not going Because you don't have enough people. You don't have enough it. people. So what needs for, for Salem to start winning these conference titles uh, – and or just just beating peaking. I right. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, is 
we need to start recruiting <laughs> these football players, specifically linemen, linebackers, and running backs. And, you know, all the other positions could benefit from wrestling, but those three positions specifically are going to benefit the most with their footwork, their handwork, how to move a body with resistance, and what their body feels like when it's getting moved. Right. And how to counter all of that. And, and football leads right into wrestling when you're talking about the mechanics of things, and wrestling leads right back into football right. when you're talking about the mechanics. It's all about leverage. It is. It's all about leverage and timing. Right. And if, you're, if you can understand those things, then you're going to be so much better at both sports. I mean, Grayson's a testimony to that. Right. You know, football led directly into his success for wrestling this season, and watch what he's going to do next year as a right. lineman. He's going to if he's a pulling guard, I wouldn't want to be an end. I'm telling you that right now. Right. And he's a kid. Right. I'm 35. I don't want to do it. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was telling you guys yeah. before we went on air. I, I saw in the Super Bowl this year they had a statistic, and it was like there was seventy percent of the guy of players who were in the Super Bowl or 70, 75, mm-hmm. um, The quarterbacks weren't, but the rest, pretty much the rest of the yeah. team was. Yeah. Uh, some of the receivers were wrestlers in high school. You know, Ray Lewis, one of my favorite all time football players, was a state champion three years out of his four years in high school, and, mm-hmm. um, and and he talks about the discipline of wrestling was what why he had his success, and and I think that's something we you know we got to make sure we get to something we got to you know we got to be able to, and I know this. Year you have uh, uh, Zane Polly was a running back for us yep. was on your team. Hunt was obviously the lineman for me. Um, see, there was who else? Uh, Evan Bowling, the results some. Oh yeah, Bryce Reinhardt. Sorry, Bryce Reinhardt. He was a lineman for me, a right. linebacker for me. So we're starting to get that. We're starting to get that uh, that transition right. a little bit. We're starting to get guys heading the right direction. You know, and the thing is, it, it's you know, it's you guys and the effort you guys are putting into it, and, and the excitement that these kids have, man. That's to me, that's that's what it's all about. You know, people talk to me about about football, and you know, and I think you guys follow the same um, blueprint. Is you want to get them to the next level, yes. you know, and, and I think as long as you know we can keep that excitement about what wrestling is uh, and just get them there. You know, yeah. if we get them there, then things are going to be successful. Going oh yeah. Right. Um, our biggest thing was in Salem for the many years. The reason we couldn't compete with Eastern and now, of course, West Washington has, right. has thrown their name in the hat in the wrestling ring for uh, every age group, right? Them, just like we are now, is we didn't have a starter program. Right. Salem's got a starter program for football. Right. You know, I, I didn't play football and, and everything and high school, so I can't sit here and talk about how great Salem was. But I do remember going to the games and stuff, watching Curtis sit on the sidelines playing water. <laughs> oh, um, that wasn't the case. I know. Uh, that. I know. That. But why? <laughs> so they had starter programs for everything. Right. Eastern had a starter program for wrestling since I was, you know, in elementary. Right. I wrestled a buddy over there for many years. I can never beat him because he was, of course, always was. You know, been wrestling since he was four. Right. And now that Salem has a starting program for wrestling, if it if we can't tie it in with anything, then of course we're never going to beat Easton because right. yeah. we're not going to get the people we need to. Right. But I'm hoping with the 30 kids that we had this year that we might be able to actually keep them, get them in middle school, get them in high school, and maybe then, hey, yeah. their buddies are going to see that, like Curtis said at the beginning, showing all that bling, going right. to school. I mean, I had a eighth grader wearing a medal to school that he won at state and right. put a kid on his back for the first time in two years. Yeah. I mean, that is an accomplishment of a first-year That's year my brother. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go. So I think if we can keep the starter program that we have and tie it in with the other starter programs, the baseball, the football, right. you know, the tennis, or whatever we have, just keep the kids active. Right. They're going to make their long-lasting friendships through sports. It's not going to be long-lasting friendships playing 
Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's where we're at, right? Hey, that's what I'm fighting myself with my seven-year-old right now. I understand how it feels, but yeah. But I think uh, you know, you guys probably had equal, close to the same numbers Eastern had in the younger level, didn't you? I mean, more. Did you? We had a lot more. So um, nice. Yeah. We had a we had Double. a meet this year, um, but again, you know, ebbs and flows of right. the sports. One year you're gonna have a small club, next year you might have a bigger club. So we're hoping Eastern will plus the numbers up and match um, West Washington like we did this year, which will be an amazing thing. So hopefully next year doing our Tri-County yeah. instead of the Door County that we've always been doing. That maybe we'll uh, have something to represent. Maybe we can get middle school in there to, as well and not just the high school and the club. Right. Maybe all three. Because that's the only way we're going to get to anything tied right. together. And I think that's awesome that we, you know, we can, you know, we talked about that in girls basketball this year. You know, all three girls teams won a sectional yeah. in the county this year, and yes, and you know, it'd be awesome to see if we could get all three of the wrestling programs. I mean, Absolutely. I know, I know, uh, you know, Tank out there, West Washington was he was involved heavily in the Salem yes. program mm-hmm. for a long time, um, and um, you know, I know Pekin's been doing it for a long time. I, I just wanted to to say before we let you guys go, um, my my son goes to Floyd Central. And they have a, you know, their wrestling program down there is, is phenomenal. And, and uh, they have, you know, they're one of the largest schools. Heritage, or Highland Hills is a middle school. They are the largest middle school in the state of Indiana. And uh, so they have a lot, a lot of kids. And, and I was, um, we have one of their, um, one of the kids on uh, my son's 7U team. He's a Kessinger kid. And, and he, he won the state meet up, the, up there in, yeah. uh, in the, the 7U uh, class. And, um, his dad is a big wrestler also, and there's, that name's been wrestling forever down there. And his dad came to me uh, after you guys went to Warren and said, "Hey, there was, there was some Salem people up at, up at, up there at the state championship, and man, they were they were really they were really they showed out, you know." And yeah. and uh, it was nice for me to hear that. I hadn't got a chance to tell you guys that, but that was you know you you know for one you know for us like you know we talk about Brownstown being the football program right here that everybody wants to kind of emulate. Floyd is one of the programs that we would like to be yeah. someday, you know, and I think Absolutely. to be able to hear that from, from a guy who's been in Floyd Wrestling for, you know, 30, 40 years, um, and to be able to see what, what our kids, what you guys have done to get our kids ready, um, it's, it's a great feat, and I just wanted to make sure I let you guys know that, um, you know, that people are, people are watching, you know, and you, you guys that are, are coming back next year to, to wrestle, I know he's moving on to high school, but, you know, people are watching what you guys are doing, you know, and, and you guys are... That's right. You move on to middle school. That's right. Yep. Better, be, better, better. Be ready to go, huh? But you know, the people are watching. People are watching what you guys are doing and, and, and taking notice. You know, we're not just little bitty Salem anymore, and people are, are noticing that. You know, we we got people that are coming up to compete. So, uh, anything else you guys want to add before I let you get out of here? Um, go ahead. Hunt. I knew you'd have something to say. <laughs> huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing with the the singlet, you don't always have to wear a singlet yeah. every time you wrestle. You can. You guys have an extra one, maybe I can have just a. I need <laughs> small. Yeah. That's all we've got extra. Hey, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't have any. I won't work. Go ahead. Sorry. Extra smalls. Extra, that, extra smalls. Yeah, that's that that's probably what early needs. <laughs> <laughs> huh? So another thing with a singlet, you don't ever always have to wear a singlet. You can uh, sometimes wear like shorts and a compressed shirt, like I don't know. Like an Under Armour shirt. I wear a compressed shirt every day to kind of keep my like fat in a little bit. You, you can know? wear a shirt that like it's called Spanx. That's like not tight, but you would really want to. I would prefer a tight shirt. <laughs> Keep going, Gav. I got you. I prefer a tight shirt yeah. because I wouldn't want the other wrestler to gra- keep grabbing my 
shirt to throw you to around. Move on me. So I would rather prefer a tight shirt instead of like a just a normal shirt. So you can, yeah. Well, you know, your brother complained about his jersey being too tight in football all year. I tried to tell him that was what I, I wanted it to be tight, so he wouldn't have yeah, to be grabbed. So, so I'm glad you get that concept because <laughs> I, I I spent two years with this one trying to figure him to figure it out. So. Well, guys and gals, we are uh, we are glad you joined us tonight. I'm excited. We're excited about it. I hope you guys understand that there's a lot of people. I know as a football coach for the middle school guys, um, you know, watching, you know, what you guys are putting in. It, you know, we all obviously have a great um, youth football program we have for years. And I know, you know, I, I, I personally reap the benefits of the of the, what people have put into that program. Oh, yeah. um, and and I, I know I'm going to reap the benefits of what a wrestling, uh, this how big this wrestling club's getting. And, and I'm excited that, that, that uh, the leverages and things like that that I'm going to be able to to not have to teach because it's already going to be taught and uh, you know to, I know both of you guys are really busy with your with your with your work schedule and uh, to be able to put that um, kind of time and effort into the youth of Salem um, there's not a lot of people that, that want to coach anymore because things can get kind of hectic and obviously in your personal life and and and, and what your, your family um, and your job and then you know sometimes you know, when you win, it's easier. But sometimes, you know, some some of the parents can be a little uh, um, not the hunts. They're awesome, but you know, we get, we, get, we we have uh, there's you know it, it can be we we all coach. You know, we've all been through it, and and uh, you know nobody wants to lose. But sometimes uh, parents don't see things the way we do as coaches. Sometimes and um, people people uh, a lot of people getting out of the profession because they just don't want to deal with it. You know, and and I think you know if 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 role models like you guys. Um, Stop giving back to the the community, man. You know we have so many people, uh, boys and girls, who don't have that father figure in their life. You know, so the father figure has to be the coaches, and and that's fine. I mean, we've all accepted that role, and right. and that's how it goes. And um, you know, we've all went through our own personal uh, stuff when we were growing up and things like that. And we know what you know, coaches made a difference in our lives. And and so just to be able to give back, I just want to say you know thank you, and I hope hope you guys get you know you go and we don't get thanked very often as coaches but uh you know it, it's uh you know I'm, I'm glad that you guys are putting the time in i'm glad you guys are doing this and anything i can do to help coach early coaches varsity basketball uh you know anything you know we, we're all both at the middle school so mm-hmm. you know anything we can do to help you guys grow uh, please 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 you know buzz us and let us know what, what's going on and, and we'll do what we can do to help okay anything else before we get out of here all right, well, we'll see you guys later. We're going to finish up here talking about some basketball next. So um, I appreciate you guys the, coming in. The other and uh, have a good evening out there. And <laughs> be Both safe. I didn't play very well, but we, you know, anyway. But uh, all right, so we're, we're glad that, that these guys were able to come in today. Awesome to get to talk to the kiddos that, that put a lot of time into this and, and uh, effort and everything. And I just uh, I, I can't thank these guys enough for what they're doing and, and what they're uh, – what they're able to, to put on to, to our to our wrestling program. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, awesome stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, like I said, my favorite guy was Macho Man back in the day. That's all I could get. I, I was, a, you know, Randy Savage. I think it was because he had Miss Elizabeth. You know, she was a she was a pretty gal, and I was young teenage boy. There is that. So yeah, I was a Macho Man and a Jake the Snake Roberts guy. You know. I came in when the split. There was the WCW versus. The oh WWF, yeah, we like Sting, the, Sting, the Monday Night Feud. We Sting, Sting guy, baseball bat for a long time. Yeah, and then Hogan went over there. You know, you were a Stone Cold guy. I was NW. There was NWO. Those T-shirts are still out. Those are sweet. Were you? Were you? A, you were a Stone Cold. Guy. Oh, the Attitude Era was phenomenal. Yeah. Big rock, Stone Cold. <laughs> That's back when you could do chair shots to the head. They were throwing each other stuff. off the Titan Tron. Those were good. Stuff. <laughs>
Sako. Sako. Oh, man. Sako, Mankind, Mankind is the he guy, you know. Five different characters. Yeah, back in the Louisville Gardens. Yeah, the old Louisville Garden. George knows all about that. He grew up next to the Louisville Garden down there. So, yeah, he did. Um, let's talk about the Pacers real quick. Pacers are out of the playoffs. Ah, season's over. Um, and, you know, obviously with Vic goes down, you know, he, he's he's their all-star. And um, we had, I think everyone had high hopes for the Pacers this year after, you know, having the Cavaliers on the brink of, of elimination last year. That was, that was last yeah, year, right? Yeah, and should have came out and, of the series. And, and yeah, had a chance to They're win it. A LeBron game winner away <laughs> from probably. Two, right? Well, yeah, LeBron well, had yeah, one against right. Indiana, had one against Toronto, right. and they're a, you know they're a LeBron game winner last year away from uh, you know getting at least advancing to the second round. One of the questions George has here, uh, he says, you know, do you think the success, the regular season success, will hurt or help the franchise because now they're they're not going to be in the they're not going to make the top the ten, Pacers? yeah, you know, so well, the draft picks going to be low. When Vic went out, Pritchard made the statement that they were not tanking; they were playing to win games. And, you know, unless you're one of the four or five worst teams in the NBA, you don't put yourself in a position to get those ping pong balls in the lottery anyway to be, you know, that one, two, three draft pick. And the NBA draft does not work out like the NFL draft, and I really wish it did where the NFL draft you get value, you know, three, four, five rounds deep. I mean, look, Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the draft. Right. He's pretty good. I mean, you get value deep in the NFL draft. And the NBA, if you're not in the lottery. Right. You got a lot of question marks, um, right. unless you're the Spurs and you are able to draft successfully. <laughs> Every year, you know, with overseas guys and people that just fit your system. You know, if you're not in the top, you know, five ten picks, it's a luck of the draw situation anyway. And the Pacers, when Vic went out, were I think third in the East, and the East is not the West. Right. There were not enough teams behind the Pacers to knock them out of playoff right. contention. And. They didn't, you know, their role players did a nice job. But I think they ended up the season with, once Vic went out, having seven guys consistently in double figures. So it was a total team effort. I like the way their team's structured. They've got some free agent guys they've got to try and manage and at least get some of those guys to stay and re-sign them. It's just a matter of how the contracts are going to work out because they've got some money to spend. They're kind of like the Colts. Right. Um, you know, they can bring in not necessarily – you know, they're not going to get Anthony Davis or Kyrie or Durant. Yeah, who would you like to see him bring in? Do you think? Um, well, that was my next question. Is you know, if you were, say you are the GM right now of the Pacers, it'd, it'd be a pretty good day. Be a good gig, right? So, who who would you uh, who do you think you'd bring in to uh, to the Pacers? Maybe like to, to help you get, help get at least be a contender in the East. I would love to see him shore up the point guard spot a little bit. I think Collison's pretty good. I mean, he had 19 the other night, average double figures for the series. But he's to me plays like more of a backup point guard in the NBA role. Um, there's talk that Kimball Walker may be on the Pacers short list. That'd he would be, nice. be a nice addition to the, to the backcourt. For sure. Um, after seeing what Gordon Hayward did, I would love to see them be a little aggressive <laughs> toward him and bring him back home. Yeah, he's starting to get um, back into it a little and bit. And there's a guy in Houston that if you could lure him away and bring him back home to Indy, um, Eric Gordon, he would be a nice one to see in a Pacer uniform too. Well, yeah, maybe he wouldn't have to be the sixth man then. You yeah. Know, he could be all – to start alongside Vic would be pretty, pretty good deal and um, – and maybe they can uh, maybe they can pick uh, pick up your boy Romeo too. They have a whole IU backfield there or backcourt there. Um, all right, so the first year, the first round series is almost over. I mean, we pretty much right. know how things are going to play out. Maybe the Houston, maybe the uh, OKC series might they may have a chance. It's three one right now. I Those love at least getting entertained. I love the, the fact that, you know you know you, you brought it up last night. Let, let's talk about it a little bit. And well, you know we can close out with this, I guess, Greg, if we want to. We're going to make this our closer here. Let's do it because we're we're already at. 
7.56. We, we ran that, our interview ran right long. So. One more minute. Um, all right, let's talk about the closer, all right? So um, our closer tonight, and we're going to have a discussion about this, is is tough guys in the NBA. No such thing. All right, and we were watching this, I think, what was it, five ejections in the first round already? Five players ejected. Well, I can't remember well, what it was Durant, that Beverly, the fight yeah. with the Nets and Sixers. Dinwiddie. The altercations we've had with OKC in Portland so far, and everybody's talking trash. Everybody, and, you know, there's there's hard fouls, which we know that's that happens in the playoffs. But you know, I, I've always been I, I can't stand the, the the whining on every call that happens. But but the, the this now we have a new a new I'm tough and I'm gonna yell at you and and, and stand behind my buddy and, and point fingers. What do you think about that? I'm out, and I, I put it. I, I tweeted the other night that the the fake tough guys in the NBA today wouldn't stand a chance. Bill in Embiid in the '90s. Bill Embiid, uh, Rick Mahorn. Because fights were real. The guys yeah. really swung. Uh, you know, if you came down the lane, like you said, on lane beer, on a Kevin McHale. Yeah. Um, the entire Knicks. Think the entire Knicks. Yeah. You know, Rick Mahorn. The entire Detroit Pistons front line. Yeah. You know, if you came down the lane, you were getting smacked. Right. You were getting hit. You were getting sent to the floor. And if there was a fight, all ten guys were in it. It wasn't a situation like we saw, you know, Jared Dudley runs from the three-point line, shoves Embiid, and then immediately there's the referees are separating, coaches are on the floor, and they stand up and they square off, but then they don't do anything. Right. Uh, And I don't like how the switch seems to have been flipped into the playoffs that – all of a sudden, now guys are tough. Yeah, we're all season long. We're trading jerseys. Yeah, we're shaking hands. It looks like AAU ball. Yeah, and now we want to run our mouth to the opponent. Now we want to trash talk. Now we want to start playing physical. Well, that's like um, I think you know when we were kids, the f- first round was five games. Right. You know now everybody plays. Everybody who's in the playoffs. I mean, except for the Lakers. <laughs> but I mean, almost everybody's in the playoffs. Sorry, George. Yeah, sorry, George. But I mean. Let's make the first series. I know they did it for money. I know that's why they did it. But I mean, and, and I mean, I see, I'm seeing guys in the NBA get hundred million dollar contracts who don't deserve it. You know, so do we really need the money? I mean, obviously we don't. But you know, a seven game series. That's a. I mean, this is a whole different. This is a whole different season now. If you go deep into the playoffs, it is. And you're, I mean, we're looking at. You know, if you get to the second round of the playoffs, you're playing hundred games. Right. And that's a lot of NBA basketball, regardless of guys taking nights off or how hard it may appear they're playing right. during the regular season. That's still a lot of basketball that on, these guys are playing. It's a lot of miles on the legs. Yeah, and you know, like you know, LeBron mentioned the other day, you know, people expect to see him when they go, especially on the road. People expect right. to see him play, and and you have this certain responsibility as an NBA player to to make sure you're playing when when say the the Lakers come to Indianapolis, you know. So it may be the only time a kid ever gets to see right. uh, LeBron play. I know when you and I went up and watched uh, Kobe when one his last season, you know, when when he was in just to to be there and and um, at at Indianapolis. And I think, you know, I, I just think that uh, I love the NBA playoffs. I mean, we're talking about, you know, every night there's a game on, you yeah. know, and sometimes three or four games a night. And I think, you know, I just I love watching the intensity. Um, but I just – it just gets really – it really, really gets old to me that everybody thinks they're tough. It makes the game hard to watch. Right. And I just want to see – like we talked about the Nets last week. Right. Play hard. Grit your teeth. Play the game the right way. Right. You fall down get back up. You know, walk to the free throw line, hit your free throws. Points are worth more than, 
you know, whatever you're tweeting something out yeah, later or whatever, that whatever is. your cool points or whatever it is that right. they're trying to get, you know, street cred that they're they're playing for, um, or feeling like you're trying to overtake somebody in the hierarchy of the league or climb right. the ladder. Well, I'll tell you right now. Just go play the game. There's a lot more guys that are tougher than Joel Embiid in the league right now. You know, so Mr. Joel likes to talk trash on Twitter and things like that. But there's a lot more guys that are growing up in a lot harder situations well, than Joel that, Embiid. Think, you know, you act tough because you know that in that circumstance, nothing's going to happen. Right. You're not really going to get in the yeah. fight. Where back in the day, Charles Barkley would have knocked your teeth out. It's like getting to fight in a football game with your with your helmet on, you know. Right. Like, or NASCAR guys, you know, NASCAR guys, they walk around, they don't get out of their car, you know, and they're just talking trash and, right. and things like that. So, you know, don't ever take your helmet off in a fight. You'll be in good <laughs> shape. But, hey, uh, <laughs> we're running out of time. Um, please, you know, keep checking out in the NBA playoffs. Um, we got um, baseball, Reds on WSLM. Um, we read. Tomorrow night they start a series with the Braves. So uh, they went out to to San Diego. And I think took three of four or two two of three, two of three. Uh, they had won like like five of their last seven. So they're they're coming into it a little bit, getting some good pitching. And uh, I saw Matt Kemp smoke the wall there tonight and left the game with a with a chest contusion from running into the wall. So um, you know you got guys they're play, they're playing hard. So you know one of the things I, I mentioned to a friend of mine this week is hey they got a lot of new pieces of that puzzle. You know and it's going to take a little bit, including a new coach. Uh, or manager, I guess I can't say coach, but um, you know it's going to take them a while to, to get everything going and you know get to understanding everybody. So um, check them out on WSLM. Also, Nick Senzel, who was number five. Right, yeah. MLB pick. He's yep. Playing at the bat next week. That's right. Yeah, the, the, the Reds number 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 five draft pick, Nick Senzel, Senzel um, who was. Supposed to be starting the season in Cincinnati. Uh, tore, or excuse me, uh, sprained his ankle, sliding into second base. He's being reassigned to Louisville. He's making his season debut this Friday night. So if you get a chance to go down, no, 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 no. Right. Is it Friday night? Yeah. So Friday night he'll be down there, and uh, if you get a chance to stop by, he'll be down there for a while, at least a couple of weeks. And um, WSLM will have will have free tickets to the the game this weekend. So please tune in and, and check out the the bats, and you get a chance to get his autograph. You know, so it's a great place to go watch a game, and you know, you get the, the intimate setting at a major league field. So you got kids that are down there playing uh, playing some baseball, playing some really good baseball, not too far from from our listening area. So. so we'll have the, the Colts will be down there on May the twenty third, I think. Indianapolis Colts going to be at the Bats game at the 23rd of May. 23rd of May, so you get a chance to go down there. We're going to give away tickets to that too, Greg. And you get to go down there and get some, some autographs from some of the Colts players. And and um, it, it's a it's – a, Coach, we're going. Coach Cheerleaders are going to be there. We're, D and I are in. So, um, <laughs> never mind. We have no tickets. So we just took them all. No, I'm just teasing. So, uh, you get ready to tune that in and uh, get a chance to get down there. Like I said, it's a great place to watch a game. You yeah. know, and uh, food's cheap. Fried bologna on the menu down at uh, down at the Bats game. Always a big fan of the fried bologna sandwich. Well, there you go. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Derek, thanks for joining us again. We're about to, make, we're about to give you a permanent seat here. Put George on the other side. I'm always ready in the bullpen. <laughs> the Blair and Derek show. The Blair and Derek show, Greg. I like it. So, hey, I appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you next week.